Welcome to the underpaid and the underqualified podcast with your hosts, Vince and Jaw. How's it going? Alright, so we're back. <laughs> that was our Halloween intro, because uh, as you can see, it's about a week away from Halloween. And uh, we thought uh, we should do something a little uh, more oriented towards Halloween. And by we, I mean me, because uh, I guess I'm the only one who celebrates it these days, because it feels like, I don't know, it feels like Halloween's not as recognized lately. What do you think, Joe? Actually, yeah, I kind of agree, because I'm like driving around, and I'm only just this week seeing people throwing up like, cobwebs, Halloween decorations. And, like, growing up, Halloween's, like, one of my favorite, like, traditions because I love, like, trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah. I go to different houses and kind of see, like, oh, that's what my neighbor's house looks like on the inside. Oh, that's, like, this and that, right? And yeah. Where, like, where people live. Like, the little creep that I am. <laughs> Even right, well, that's something I definitely wasn't going to go in that direction. But, yeah, no, so, like, and, like, also seeing, like, different decorations and the effort that people put into it. But this year, I'm, like, only, like, I saw, like, maybe at most three houses... This year so far. That look creepy? And like they had... Well, not even that. Just decorated, period. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I gotcha. Like the second when October hits, bam, everybody's already doing Christmas countdowns. <laughs> That's like, interesting. Like, not even you Halloween, said, not even Thanksgiving, just Christmas countdown. You said that last week, but I have a different experience. I don't know. I haven't seen, like, Christmas stuff so much. I've only seen, um... It's like, it just feels like people are just embracing fall. You know, people want to talk about, like, the pumpkins and the leaves and the pumpkin spice lattes and the... Pumpkin pie and the pumpkin everything, but it, I don't know, it just feels like Halloween kind of got skipped. I feel like, okay, pu- pumpkin season in general, I think, is very, like, that's, like, the intermission, that's, like, the appetizer before Christmas, so it's, like, yeah, the people are into it right now, but, like, is I it? swear, the second when, like, Christmas music starts blaring, all of these people are working out of the woodwork. Yeah, I'm sure it's, like, November 1st, not even that, probably, like, 9.45 on October 31st, that's when somebody's gonna be busting out the Christmas lights getting ready. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be... Actually, I think I saw, like, two houses already with Christmas lights. Really? Like, one or two. Well, there's always those, those houses that always <coughs> keep them up all year. They never put them down. No, not even. They're, like, brand new lights. They're just set up. Well, that too. But it's kind of like, wow. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't really bother me. I like Christmas. I like Halloween. But uh, I guess I'm just a little bummed out. I don't know. Wish I uh, kind of saw more horror movies lately. Or just, like, Halloween stuff. Or just... I don't know. It just feels like... Hasn't been that... That, uh, momentous of Halloween. But, I did see a Halloween movie this weekend. What's a Halloween movie? I was going to have... Funny you asked, Jaw. Ever seen a movie called Zombieland? Oh, shoot, did you watch Zombieland too? Yeah. Hey, tell exactly me how. Hey, tell, okay. tell me if it's worth going to watch. In the theater, or waiting till Netflix, you mean? Or you mean pirate it. What? <laughs> hey, I mean, I would never do that. Never, no. I would always legally pay for my content. Yeah, so is it worth it for me to actually pay money for this? Um, I don't know. I guess it depends. If you're looking for a good laugh and it's like you got nothing to do on a Saturday night, then I'd say yeah. But I think it's definitely, I mean, it's you're really not going to miss a whole lot if you wait till DVD or pirate it. Like, the fact that you say that, <laughs> it's real low, the bar is very low for this movie. And this movie is like, what, 10 years in the making? Yeah, it's literally 10 years after the last one, which is kind of freaky because it really feels like I, feel, I remember the last one, like, it was only, like, last year. Wow. I feel like Zombieland is a very cult classic of a lot of people, because one of my uh, 
good friend of mine who's like super into Zombieland, he won't stop referencing the whole like cardio joke thing. Oh yeah. Like he won't stop one. bringing it up. Yeah. Every time when I say I don't like to run. Like <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Yeah. Right before the podcast, you're talking about how you can't do cardio, but yes, I guess right. that means zombie uh, zombie apocalypse, you'd be in trouble. That is why I have weapons. Yep. Well, I don't know. Yeah, zombie. Like, I feel like at the time, like there wasn't as big of an emphasis on zombie stuff in our culture. You know, Walking Dead wasn't around. Was it really? Uh, I think, wait. It started, like, 2010, I think. So, I think I, at the time, like, Zombieland was well, the first, Well, maybe Walking like, Dead comics around. Yeah, comics, but, I mean, only hipsters read the graphic novels. Speaking as someone who has Walking Dead graphic novels in this house. Nerd. But, um, no, they, yeah, I guess zombies just weren't as big, so that's why it was kind of, like, caught on among a lot of people, because they wanted to, like, something zombie-oriented, and then it came out. Well, I guess you had 28 Days Later. That's not because they were a zombie movie, because they were actually considered, like, infected with a virus that didn't kill them. They just... Yeah. basically rabies on steroids. It's a gray area. Funny yeah. story, I actually tried to watch that last week. How'd that go? <laughs> I really liked what I saw. I just fell asleep. It was right after Zombieland. Uh, it's hard to stay awake these days, dude. I'm probably so fucking tired. I mean, there's 28 days and there's 28 weeks. I think they were, like, projecting, like, 28 months later to see, dude, like, the aftermath. I know. Of I was thinking about that. I but like, I don't think, like, 28 weeks later did well enough. 28 days later definitely did. And, like, to compare both of them, 28 Days Later, I think, was a lot more flushed out to 28 Weeks. Yeah. No, I... Well, I think 28 Weeks Later still got good reviews, but I think everyone kind of unanimously sees 28 Days Later as the better one. At least from the impression I get from looking, so... I know that if I had to choose, like, a zombie... End-of-the-world zombie Movie. scenario that I had to, like, live out... Maybe 28 Days Later? 28 Days Later... If, if 28 Days Later was an option, that'd be my last <laughs> option. I don't... I'm not option as in, like, you don't want to live it? Yeah. Yeah, no, I could agree with that, because, like, I even just the opening scene... Usually, I'm not too scared by many horror movies or scary movies, but even the opening scene, I was like, wow, this is actually making me pretty uncomfortable. Like, the lab, like, how dark and secluded it is, and, like, the, the animal experiments, and how they let one out, and within, like, five seconds, the lady's infected, like... Yeah, because, like, the thing is, uh, for our loyal, loyal three or four listeners, um, 20 days later, to get infected is basically literally blood on contact that gets into any of your orifices. Yeah, a lot um, easier. A lot easier than getting a zombie bite. But the thing is that when you're infected, uh, so zombies, typically they may kind of jog a little bit or crawl or whatever. No, these things are like full on running as if they're, and they have like projectile vomit. And just their eyes look freaky as fuck. They yeah. just have like these like tiger lion cat eyes. So, yeah, so that's why like people don't consider them as zombies but more so as like, um, horror movie in general. Yeah. So, like, if it's, there was an option, yeah, no, I do not want to deal with z- blood projectile running zombies. Like, yeah, no, that's, like, the last thing I want to deal with. <laughs> Rather than walking. Yeah. That's kind of like, you ever see World War Z? That's another one where the zombies weren't just, like, bleh, like, super slow. They are actually, like, running, like, stampedes. Oh, and they are able to, like, think of military tactics, kind of. Were they? I don't know. I didn't see it, but um, Brad Pitt's in it. He's rocking the 90s long hair. So... If we're just talking about Strictly Movie, which is trash, um, so basically the zombies figure out that they can, like, just climb on top of each other to make a giant hill and attack things. Is it World War Z? Yeah, World War Z. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, okay. So basically they're able to just, like, form giant hordes, like an empire. Like, you know how, like, empires, when you're, like, when they're together, they're able to realize that, like, oh, if we, like, spread our surface tension, they're able to float on water. Hmm. No, I did not know that. Yeah, so some ants are able to do that. Hmm. Uh, They can figure it out. It's basically like that. Okay. That's World War Z. Wow. 
and these zombies can run like hell. I got that. I saw the trailer for it, and I remember just thinking you couldn't really clearly see the zombies. It kind of just felt like the CGI like horde of. Oh, they're all CGI. Yeah. Yeah, like super. Not, I mean, maybe. Not I mean, obviously, a lot of zombies are CGI and shit, but like it just looked a little too like heavy on the CGI. Kind of like the black. Do you remember the fight in Black Panther at the end? That's like notoriously the biggest like CGI fight in my mind. Yeah, that's one of my critiques about Black Panther is that. When I ask people, hey, do you think the Black Panther superhero actual main protagonist fight was memorable? No. No? It was memorable for how not good it was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, so every time when I ask people, like, when they say Black Panther is the most amazing movie ever, and I say, do you remember the Black Panther fight, the protagonist fight? And almost everyone says, they do not. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, in your face, Black Panther was not that good of a movie. Well, you described it well. It wasn't a good yeah, like, so, superhero movie. It was a good movie movie. That's yeah. why I got nominated for Best Picture. But so, I didn't win. Long answer to your really quick question. I kind of do remember it, but where are you trying to get at? No, I was just describing how, like, that, like, uh, World War Z seemed to have this, like, similar level of CGI with the zombies from the trailer that I saw. But again, I didn't see the movie, and sometimes, like, they fixed the special effects between the trailer and the movie. But I think, I've heard it was overall good. Did you like it? Really? I heard it. So... The reason why a lot of people didn't like World War Z, we're talking about World War Z. Yeah. Yeah, people didn't like World War Z because, so the book was very more militaristic. It was like every event was kind of like the battle of like mm -hmm. this, the battle of one, the battle of whatever. Right? Yeah, it had like multiple stories, right? It wasn't yeah. just one story. Yeah. Whereas like this was just following a family, like the stereotypical kind of like trope. Yeah. So when people were like, oh my gosh, we're making a movie like that, mm -hmm. which is definitely much, much different from classical movies. Yeah. Now you're like, oh no, we just followed back to this other cookie cutter, like, oh, family got separated, gotta find our family. Mm, I can see it. So it's basically the people who got attached to, like, the book version, or graphic novel, or whatever it was. Yeah, of it. so, and, like, when, when, like, hardcore enthusiasts explained to me what World War Z could have been in, like, the book, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I probably would have preferred the book. That's kind of like, you ever heard of uh, Jack Reacher? Those Tom Cruise movies? Yeah. Apparently everyone was pissed because, like, the books, he's, like, the biggest badass. He's, like, this six-foot-five, like, Navy SEAL, like, super yoked, like, somebody who looks like The Rock, kind of. And, like, when you get, like, Tom Cruise is obviously, like, a badass in his own right with the movie stunts and whatnot, but, like, just, I guess when you're picturing that guy, Tom Cruise kind of doesn't, doesn't really measure up to that, I guess. He's, like, a pretty bad boy. <laughs> and at the same time, like, if you guys know Tom Cruise, is like, what, five, six or something? Yeah, pretty short. And, like, I'm taller than him, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty bad boy, Scientologist. But uh, he also did. You see hear about the uh, for Mission Impossible Six when he broke his ankle, or uh, I think it was his ankle. No, but I mean, he. I know he does his own stunts, kind of thing. So like, that's the one thing I respect about the guy. Besides the fact that fact that he's kind of batshit crazy. You know, respect when he jumped on Oprah's couch. <laughs> I mean, but besides the fact that he's batshit crazy, he does his own stunts, and like when you are working with him, he's very like charming. I can see that. No, he actually... I feel like there was phases of Tom Cruise. You know, there was, like, the early 2000s when he was, like, dating Katie Holmes and, like, looked fucking batshit and saying that everybody kind of didn't like him and he was, like, known as the face of Scientology. And now I feel like he's respected. I don't know. He's done some good movies lately. Uh, like, he did, uh... I feel like Mission Impossible 6 kind of reinvigorated him because he... Basically, he, he had one scene where he jumped over a rooftop and, like, broke his ankle while doing it and then, like had to do, like, 12 hours of rehab per day and, like, went way back went back to shooting way quicker than he was supposed to and, like, still did all of his own stunts. So now he just kind of, like... You got... If nothing else, like I said, you got to respect that at least, you know? Oh, so, you know, um... Speaking of, like, people getting hurt and things are kind of set back, you know John Cho, how he's in... Cowboy Bebop movie? Yeah. 
So he hurt himself. I think he busts his knee or something in a freak Damn. accident. Wow. The production is set back by nine months. Wow, he just looks like fancy compared to Tom Cruise now. <laughs> yeah, compared to that. But at the same time, like, <laughs> of the articles that I read the headlines for, they were like, it was a freak accident. Freak accident. So it's not like he's being dramatic. It actually was something that's pretty bad. Yeah, it was actually pretty bad. Wow. Man, that sucks. <laughs> So that's what happened. Anyways, how was your week? Oh yeah, you were talking about Zombieland. <laughs> that's the only thing we brought up so far. It's been 15 minutes talking about uh, zombie movies oh and Tom Cruise. Alright, so at the last like 10 minutes as we were talking about your day, yeah. I realized, okay, so for listeners, do you know where Pleasanton is? Yes. Alright, so anyways. It's only about 10 minutes from where I used to live. <laughs> so Pleasanton. Um... That there's a mall called Stone Ridge. It's a very lovely mall. There's a lot of good stores there. It's a good mall. I like going shopping around there because there's also a lot of, like, uh, in the city, there's a lot of restaurants that I like to go to, right? Yeah. Anywhere between, like, um, sushi restaurants to fast food chains because a lot of them are there. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm in a hurry. And, like, stores are about to close. And I'm like, all right, I got to go to, like, H&M. I got to go to Express because I got to go recycle some, excuse me, clothing. Mm-hmm. Because I want to be environmentally friendly. And nice then, gesture, Joe. Yeah, Good and this you. is like 5 or 6 p.m., right? The mall's about to close on a Sunday night. Right. And I also got to go to Express to try on suits because they have a deal going on. All right. Um, and so I'm hauling ass, and two very well-dressed uh, young boys, well, they're really tall, like they're teenagers, young mm-hmm. adults, anyways, there you go, came up job. to me. They came up to me and started asking me, hey, do you have a moment? And I'm like... I gotta go to H&M because Google says they close in like five minutes. Okay. I gotta go. And he's like, okay, well, I want to talk to you about something. And they asked me, have you heard of God the Mother? Hmm. I am not myself. Have you? I've actually done a little bit of research about them. So, and I'm thinking, wait, this is actually a legitimate cult. It's been categorized by mainstream society that is a cult. And so, it actually stems from Korea. Mm-hmm. And if you go on their website, it's actually, a, their their leader is Korean. And so, I asked him, wait, aren't you Korean-based? He's like, yeah. So, he's a little surprised that I know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And I straight up and said, you're a cult. Nice. When was this? This week? This past Sunday. Mm, okay. And I'm like, you're, oh, no. First, I brought up saying, he's like, oh, do you know God or something or something like that? Because I gave him a default answer of, I'm Protestant. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Because I assumed that he was Mormon or something, or a Jehovah's Witness. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. But, um, he's like, yeah, no, you know God the Mother, and I straight up told him, yeah, you're a cult. Okay. And then we started going kind of back and forth, and I'm like half listening and half like looking at H&M because it looked kind of dark. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really just want to get this, like, all this stuff off my hands and go buy a stupid suit for a wedding that I'm officiating. Huh. Yeah, so I'm officiating like two weddings in the wow. past like. You got a lot going on, Joe. Yeah. Just so. joining cults and then starting weddings. I know, right? Pretty soon I'm gonna start my own religion. Also, I like how this started off. You were like, hey, Vince, how was your week? Oh, hey, I got a fucking cult person coming up to me. <laughs> oh, so I'm not even done with the story yet. This is not the first time where. Okay, so for our listeners, I'm a very religious person, but at the same time, like, there's only so much I can tolerate uh-huh. before I'm like, you're batshit crazy, why are you still talking to me? Yeah, and that's how I feel on a daily basis on this podcast. How oh, much you love me? Anyways, this is the first time where somebody confronted me about religion in front of H&M in Pleasanton, Stone Ridge. Nice. It's a momentous occasion. I am never going back to that damn store again. Anyways, so I'm like... Are you going back to Stone Ridge at all? 
Honestly, it's really convenient. It's a good mall, isn't it? <laughs> it's very convenient. That was my go-to mall when I was a kid. There's a lot of stuff there that's like, it just makes it easier, honestly. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, that happened. He, and like, and I'm like going back and forth with him. And he was telling me how like, all right, in order for salvation. So if you're a Protestant Christian, you believe that Jesus is like salvation, right? And he was yeah. talking about how like, well, there's also God the Mother, and that's part of salvation. And I'm like, wait, so you're saying that Jesus is not legit? And he was like, no, 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 he's legit. But you also need God the Mother. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but you just said that God, the what? Yeah, so I'm going back and forth with him at the same time I'm trying to go to H&M. And then I'm like, just give me your contact information. I'll research this later. I really just want to go now. This is kind of, I feel like this is definitely not what I had in mind talking about religion on <laughs> a Halloween episode, but at the same time, it's also kind of working in a way because it sounds creepy, so all No, it was. And then, like, yeah, there's, like, two guys, right? And so the other, one guy's talking to me, the other guy's like, trying to, like, also, like, talk to other people, but other people weren't really giving them the time of day. And I'm just sitting there, like, okay, uh, don't give me your contact information, but, like, give me, like, something I can look at later because I'm interested in, like, basically poking holes at this later for fun. Mm. But, like, yeah, so that was my week, and I'm never going back to H&M in Stone Ridge ever again in Pleasanton. Jesus. Was it that bad, dude? I... No, that, because it's you not my first not gonna time. Be, they're not going to be there all the time. It's not my first time that somebody confronted me right there. At H&M? In front of H&M, yeah. Yeah, but it's very easy. You just say, no, I don't want any, and you walk on. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was really fun where I just showed up and said, wait, you're a cult. <laughs> yeah, well, why would it be scary if you... you, you no, would... I thought it was fun. Well, why would you never want to go? Back. Oh no, because I just don't want to be confronted again well, and again. But that's why. Again. But that's why you just say, "Yeah, I don't want it," and you just walk on. Sometimes I'm just curious. <laughs> that's my problem. So you don't want to go because you're afraid that you'll get interested in it. No, I just find it amusing at the same time, kind of annoying. <laughs> that makes sense. I don't get this logic. I don't want to go again. Why don't you want to go? Well, I'm not afraid. I just, I'm, I'm curious. Then why don't you want to go? Because I'm annoyed. <laughs> Then you just ignore him. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Circle no. shop, giving you so many solutions, you're not taking any. I, I, I'm not denying that's stupid, but I'm just saying that's okay, very that's stupid. Fair. That's fair. I I'll, I'll admit to that. I'll appreciate it. I'll concede. Okay, cool. Well, now we talked about our weeks. You you get, you get joined a cult. I saw Zombieland too. <laughs> that really tells you all you need to know about our weeks, right? God the mother. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's get on the topic at hand, y'all. So, being that it's Halloween, what did I think might be a good idea? Let's see. Pumpkin spice lattes. That and Apple pie and boots and Uggs and carving pumpkins and talk and watching and yoga Ho- pants and watching Hocus Pocus all day, right? I'm gonna lie, yoga <laughs> pants is one of my weaknesses in life. Moving on, yoga pants. What? Wearing them or watching them? <laughs> what? Them or watching other what? people have them? Watching them? I don't know. Uh, what? Okay, what? throw me off your job. I'm messing with Get you. Get your yoga pants fetish out of here. But uh, no. we're talking about fear this episode. And by talking about fear, I mean I had to wrangle John into thinking of one goddamn fear because he's apparently fearless and can't think of anything. <laughs> I'm the man without fear. I am Daredevil. Except talking to a cult outside of H&M, apparently. <laughs> I am the man without fear. Fear me. Anyways, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about fear this episode. So uh, I feel like we can go tit for tat, just talk about some stuff that creeps us out, and uh, just like, I don't know, just general, the psychology fear. What scares us, comparing different fears between us, and uh, I'll start off. Wait, are we going through categories, or are you just going to name, like, your top fears? <laughs> Let's just go with the flow, Jeff. 
I'll just name whatever comes to mind. We'll see. We can talk. All right, what comes to mind, Vince? Surprise me. So I divide it into three categories. There's typical Halloween fears, like stuff you could actually see in a scary movie. There's stuff that's actually could like on a regular day to day happen that's scary, but not so much that would actually be used in a Halloween movie. And there's stuff that people are afraid of that you that I'm just not afraid of. It's a common like fear thing. So typical Halloween fears. One of my biggest fears is uh, driving on a deserted highway late at night and imagine that you don't have a gas station for miles and miles and your car breaks down and you're stranded and your cell phone's dead. Just imagine just being completely stranded, shit out of luck, no, like, no, nowhere, I don't know, just no idea what you do besides just, like, wait there for somebody to pass by. And then just imagine that as you're doing that, you see one person on the highway, just next to you, who just looks super creepy in the middle of nowhere, and you, just the mystery of why are they there, and just, they look a little bit off, something's not right about them, you just wonder, how the fuck can somebody just be out here alone by themselves, that's one scenario that I've always found kind of creepy. Now imagine them smiling at you. Exactly, wouldn't that be creepy? You see their big white teeth. I think yellow teeth would be even creepier. <laughs> if you just see their teeth in general. Wouldn't that um, be creepy? I don't know. Do you find that stuff kind of scary? Just the so, idea of, like, when like when you're completely alone, just seeing one other person and just, like, wondering how they got there and why they got there, and just, like, when there's no witnesses. Do you get creeped out by that? So there is an actual common lore in the United States. It's called the Lady in White. Lady in White? I have never heard of this. Sounds interesting. Um, and so it's pretty much, it's similar to what you're saying, but instead of, like, a car breakdown, it's really you just driving on the road. And um, usually the common lore is that when you're driving on the road, you see this woman who's dressed in all white. So you're mm-hmm. probably thinking, oh, what? Why is she, like, dressed all white? It's kind of cold. It's kind of chilly. Yeah. And usually, like, people would be like, oh, it's a woman. Chances are they're not that dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever. So they decided to pick them up. Mm. Give them a ride. So, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm on board. And you, usually you, you want, you're like, okay, where, where are you off to, right? <laughs> so you drive to wherever they're going. And when you're driving, 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 and oftentimes, people are like, wait, they realize that the lady in white is gone. So it was a ghost. It was a ghost. Mm, okay. So, and it happens, and it's reported so often. That's actually a thing? Like, yeah, it's a thing. It's a lore. Wow. That's, uh, there's a video on YouTube I saw. I'm sure it's totally fake, but there's a video of, like, these people driving. Kind of a similar situation there. There's, like, three guys driving a truck. And then, like, as they're driving in front of them, like, like a similar scenario, like, deserted highway. They just see a, like, girl in white walking. And then she's just walking right in the middle of the road so they can't get past her. And so, like, one guy gets out of the car and he goes up to her and he's like, you okay? And then he, like, looks and he sees her face for a second and then he instantly runs back, like, sprinting. He's like, get the fuck out, get the fuck out. And they're just like, what happened? He's like, get the fuck out of here. Guys, guys, get the fuck out. And then, so he, like, makes them turn the car around. And as they turn the car around, like, as soon as they turn it around and face forward, you see the same girl, like, right ahead of them. And I'm sure it's fake, obviously, but it's (laughs) just, like, kind of, I just, like, shit like that. That's kind of stuff where actually to happen, just being alone like nobody's anywhere for miles and miles and like no gas station no like like cops can't get to you soon i don't know just no witnesses and you see something creepy like that it hasn't happened but i don't know that would freak me out yeah yeah i actually did have a similar scenario did i ever tell you the creepy story i had once what was it so one sure. time so high school graduation right Went to a grad party uh, a couple weeks after. Oh my gosh, it sounds like an after, not an after school, this sounds like a stereotypical like horror movie now. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of almost is. Does it scream? Uh, maybe, we'll see. No, 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 actually I haven't seen Scream, so I can't confirm where today. Classic. But, uh, no. So yeah, one, uh, one graduation party, hanging out with a few friends after, high, or after the party, 
and uh, we randomly decided to go on a night hike at one of the trails we would all run because we. That is your fault. You are setting yourself up for failure. I mean, they have a group though. It's not that bad. You know what I mean. Night hikes can be cool sometimes, but uh, so we did, and we all know the trail super well because we did cross country, right? Sure. Okay. It's at Castro Valley. It's like local place. It's not like we're in a completely deserted like, and the the night hike isn't even like super sketch. It's like you can get out pretty easily at any point, but. yeah, so we do the night hike, and then we're all just kind of hanging out in the middle of, uh, it's called Ten Hills Trail, and literally it's just Ten Hills, and we're, I don't know, about three or four hills in, and uh, we just, we're all hanging out, we're being a bit noisy, and then we hear, like, some rustling nearby, and then, well, like, one person in the group's like, can you guys hear something? And we're just like, nah, that's fine. I remember I in particular was just like, ah, it's nothing, it's fine. And then we keep talking, and then we hear it again, and then basically it's pitch black, so you can't see anything, and then some random voice we haven't heard comes out and is like, Hey, what you guys doing? And then he's just like, like we can't see what it looks like. We just hear his voice, and he's like uncomfortably, uncomfortably close. And he's talking to us, and he's like, "Yeah, what you guys doing?" And it's just like, "What brings you out here?" And we're all creeped out because it's like if you have your group and it's like pitch black, who just randomly goes up to somebody and starts talking? It's super disturbing, super random. So then we like are all like sketched out, and then we all like kind of casually try to walk away a little bit. And then he's like following us a little bit. He's just like, "Where are you guys going? Why are you guys being weird? I'm just trying to talk." And then like like we're all like odd like like, visibly uncomfortable and trying to get the fuck out of there, but he keeps following us, and eventually it gets to a point where we basically just have the book in, and we all just start running, and we get to our cars, and we're like, oh, I can't believe that happened. It was just probably a stoner. <laughs> I don't know, he didn't, he sounded too old to be a stoner, he didn't sound high at all, he just sounded Homeless. super lonely. Oh. Uh, which, uh-huh. I don't think. That's just, awkward. But not lonely in, like, a feel something for me way, lonely in, like, I might have a knife. <laughs> Alright. So, yeah, that was my scary uh, experience. How about, how about your fear, Jeff? So, actually, one legitimate one came to mind. And you actually be... I think you would be impressed by this. All right, I'm ready. Luigi boards. Okay. I will freaked out by those? If I already have, like, a board game night. So, Luigi boards, for some reason, it's, like, trademarked by, like, some major board game company or something. I don't remember what. Yeah. And so you think it's harmless. It's a piece of paper. Who knows, right? Yeah. But... If I were to ever be in a board game at anywhere, if I'm in like a house and they have a Luigi board, I will legitimately just get out and leave. This is a bad time to pull out my own. I will leave right now mid-podcast. <laughs> I was about to point to one in my desk. You don't have one. No, I actually do. We're not pulling that shit out. You want to see it? I will fucking leave. Dude, I swear I actually I have I swear one. I will fucking leave. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm having <laughs> No, like, I do not joke around about that stuff. Yeah. And, um... Have you, seen, have you seen the movie Ouija? <laughs> no, but I've seen a horror movies that involves Ouija boards <laughs> in general. It's very I don't com- need one. It's a very common motif in horror movies. It is. Like, yeah. And the thing is that it's like, uh, I believe in spirits, the possibility of it, right? Ghosts? And or spirits in particular? Just the general theme of spirits. Okay. In general, whether they be malevolent or benevolent. Okay. Either way. Alright. Nonetheless, they still exist in my opinion. Alright. And uh, I also believe that a lot of these things, if you give it a chance and to quote-unquote welcome it, that's basically what a Ouija board is. You're welcoming it, right? Okay. And so, I will leave, and we're done. <laughs> and so, if anybody, I don't care. I know it's trademarked. It's just a kid's board game. You can make one out of, like, whatever. Plastic. Right? Plastic and printer paper or whatever. Yeah. And but the second you were like, oh, spirits, if you're in the room, point this little pointer and spell out this word, I'm gone. <laughs> I don't care. I might want to wait. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, Ouija boards can be pretty freaky. 
I've never used one of myself, I think, for the same reason. I don't know. I've never been afraid of ghost stuff, per se, you know? Have you ever, like, have you ever had an actual experience that you felt like you were close to spirits or something like that? I feel like there's definitely a few times where, like, okay, so I've read a scientific study that it is possible to see shadows in the corner of your eye, especially if it's your peripheral. Sure. So, like, some people want to say, oh my gosh, I just saw something, or, oh my gosh, it's just, like, your peripheral. Your eyes are shifting around, and light didn't adjust properly. Uh-huh. Well, like, I think there's definitely a couple times where I was a lot younger, where I saw something shift really fast. Hmm. Okay. And so, I mean, I've heard also other ghost stories where I think my brother's friend's dad was walking around, and they knew that their property was on, like, old Indian, like, uh, tribal lands, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's a community, right? All right. Um, and so he's definitely seen, like, uh, a ghost... A Native American ghost walking around the house. That's what he's claimed? He's claimed. Mm. And so he said... You believe him? He's never done anything but just walk around the house. Yeah. Some people are very, like, spiritual about that. To say they casually feel, like, the presence of ghosts or whatnot. No, for that, it was just like he saw it. Well, that and, like, feeling it. Because, see, I mean, seeing is, like, that's kind of hard to... That's... That's... It's a little bit far-reaching, but, like, the idea that some people can feel spirits in their presence, that's kind of, like, the closer, like, more understandable thing that you commonly hear from people, but... Um, there's also one story that I heard that, like, there's this one specific house or something, right? Yeah. And, like, everybody who's ever slept over has... Something always happened. What what type of something? Uh, they're, like... they, They only told me one story, and that story was, um... A ball was rolling in the hallway, right? Okay. Just started randomly rolling. Mm-hmm. It was like one. There's kids in the house too, so like, oh, there's a ball rolling. Probably a kid threw it in the hallway. Yeah. No, the kids weren't upstairs at all. Wow. And they saw it rolling. Okay. And then you just see it stop perfectly right in front of the staircase. Mm. Just kind of like as if like it fell into a depression, right? Mm. In in the floorboards. Okay. And it just kind of kind of like rolled right there, in the same spot. Maybe it's like the mystery spot. Have you been there? heard about it. It was like some... was it, like... It's basically a place where... Gra- like, don't work or something? Yeah, it's like a place where gravity doesn't apply. Like, you'll put a ball, like, uphill, and it'll somehow go uphill. That type of thing. I just, like, optical illusions. Anyways, but yeah, no, so there's just, like, yeah, that happened before, where it was rolling, and it stopped right there. Like, you know, you kind of see a ball kind of slowing down the momentum and stuff? Mm-hmm. And boom. Like, you anticipated that it would stop there. Yeah. This one was, like, it was rolling at good speed... Stopped immediately and was there as if it hit a depression. Okay. So yeah, I mean I've heard stories here and there, mm-hmm. and the closest I probably encountered to was shadows moving in the background, but that was it. Okay, so no ghost experiences yeah. per se. Like yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I haven't had any myself, but I don't know. I'm very like neutral about ghosts. What do you think? I think there's a possibility of it. I think that it is possible that. If you believe in some type of supernatural, or yeah. if you believe in the concept of a soul, right? Yeah. Then there's also the possibility of a spirit. Yeah. Right? Because everyone believes that soul is like something unique. It is like this thing that's like this energy or something, right? And it flows part of the world. Yeah. Depending on how you define what soul is and all that other good stuff. Yeah. So, what is to stop a soul going back to the said energy or whatever? However you want to define this said... We're getting deep here. We're getting metaphysical. (laughs) But yeah, so like, I do believe, however you define it, whether you're religious or not, if you believe in the concept of the soul, Mm -hmm. you believe in the concept of the spirit. And if every soul is different, then it can easily be benevolent or malevolent. 
Yeah. Easily. This is a this is a whole other topic about like spirituality and ghosts, I guess. But uh, yeah, no, would you hypothetically would you go to the house that the Conjuring was based on? No, never. <laughs> never. No. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. You That's know, a tourist attraction. It's so stupid. Well, <laughs> there's an article that the people who bought the house, The Conjuring, are now saying it's haunted. <laughs> like surprise, surprise. Who would have thought? Why would you think that it would be haunted? When it was well, yeah, no, based so, on the few. Well, they movies. turned into a tourist trap. I think people live there though. Like it's not like a tourist. Well, it might no, be I read the article. I read the article. It was two couples. They bought it and they said, "Yeah, they had a hard time." Well, I thought it was recent. Like, yeah, like was somebody recent. just bought it. Like, oh no! I mean, like they bought this year or last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So, and is they it still a tourist attraction. Yeah, they, they made, made it. it. They purposely oh. bought it so they can make it to a tourist attraction. Yeah, it's freaky. And they're like, "Yeah, we." Uh, I'm not sure if it was like a publicity stunt, but mm-hmm. they said, "Yeah, we had trouble remodeling it because we just felt like something was wrong mm-hmm. every time we were remodeling." Interesting. And so as they're when they're like, yeah, we finally got it done. People can come and visit. That's pretty like I think even just like the mythology behind the movie, The Conjuring, like the idea of like the Ed and Lorraine Warren, you know, mm-hmm. the like the people who are in touch with like uh, the spirits. De- demonologists, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just like I would be so I'm like I would be so interested to like interview them once and just like hear. The like, Conjuring dead though. Is Lorraine Warren dead? I know. I think she no, she recently passed. Yeah, I think I did hear that too. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, back in the day, I would have loved to, like, interview them, but I also would have been freaked out. Just being close to that, you know, just being close to any part of that world makes you wonder. Like, I remember the part of the movie where they said something like, that the ghost, it doesn't matter if you move, because, like, a spirit can latch onto you, you know? That's the type of thing, like, there's no falsifiability, because how do you prove it, you know what I mean? It's so hard. Anyone can just say, well, a spirit's latched on you. But, like, when, just the, like, the possibility of it even, like, exists in your mind, it's so freaky, the idea of actually getting close to it, you know? Like... Like, you would want to check out that house, but the idea no. that there's a rumor... There's a possibility. Ex- exactly, that's no. what I'm saying, yeah. I know, but... I don't know, man. It, it's one of those things, it's just a mystery. The mystery, like, gets you so, like, into it at the same time. You're into it, but, like, it's, like, equally... Into, it's a state of flow where you're in, equally interested in it, but equally freaked out. It's just, like, perpetual suspense. That's the thing, though. So, like, one of those things where it's, like, I'm okay not knowing. Like, if I know that there's a possibility... And I know that that can be a rabbit hole that can't may not be able to get out of. Yeah. I'm not going to go in there. But, so, okay, I get that. But, like, at the same time, wouldn't you be interested in, like, learning more from other people? Like, oh, wouldn't absolutely. you want to, like, look up videos of people's experiences oh, there? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, they exist for a reason, right? And whether they're a hoax or not, I mean, I don't see them as making, like, millions and millions of dollars. Right? I don't see them profiting. Really what people will tell about this or like the people like Ed and Lorraine anymore? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they're like doing this for business. They're doing this. Yeah, no, they, they seem pretty genuine. Yeah, they and don't so, seem like, fake. Yeah. yeah. And so the fact that they're so compelled, mm-hmm. it still opens that door for plausibility. Yeah. No matter what. And yeah. so that becomes a whole like whatever they're doing might have some credibility. Yes, yeah. that 1% chance. It gets hard to say, too, because I feel like the, it, what makes it hard is that there's always those people who, like, are obviously scamming people just for money, and then there's always the people who just want to believe, like, it's just, like the same thing with aliens, like, I remember the, do you remember that clip I played, the alien clip, oh, yeah. Area 51? I was listening to another clip on the, basically for context for anyone who hasn't heard this, there's a, there's a guy named Art Bell who did, like, a radio talk show in the desert all about paranormal stuff, so, like, aliens, like, demons, like, etc just anything that like was hard to believe and seemed paranormal and uh, he had a caller once and the caller was very frantic and was crying and he basically said that he used to work for area 51 and the government like has been lying to us and aliens are gonna come out and he's just crying and screaming and then the call suddenly cuts out and the whole broadcast 
is shut off, like the satellite isn't even working, they have to use a backup generator to get back on the radio, and just the fact that it cut out right when this guy was saying all this stuff that sounded like confidential information has sparked this, like, cult, like, like, I, like all this fascination among people for, like, what happened, why did it cut out, oh, that was so creepy, but, uh, like, at the same time, there are, always, there are also people who just want to believe that, even, like, the guy who did the call has admitted that it was fake and, like, said, like, I just did this just to, like, fuck with people and just thought it would fun would be fun. And, like, people, like, still don't believe that just because they just want to believe this fascination that, like, there's something creepy out there, you know? So, basically, long long story short, there's people... It, it gets hard to believe ghost stories and things like that just because there's people who either are scamming you or just, like, want to make up or just, like, want to believe paranormal shit just because it's fun, you know? You know, Joe? <laughs> yeah. It gets hard. I mean, that... Because I know with the... And Lorraine, they also talked about demons, right? Yeah. And that's like another layer. So you have spirits, then you have demons who are a lot more craftier and like basically like fighting ghosts but like level two, three or higher. Okay. Yeah. Aren't they just fallen angels? That's what a demon is, right? Depends on like what lore you want to follow, right? Catholicism. So, huh? Catholicism. Yeah, so there's some belief that demons strictly are just fallen angels. Yeah. But there's also some belief that like a soul when it's warped enough, can become a demon. Hmm, interesting. Well, I've not heard that before. Yeah, so this makes me want to watch Constantine. <laughs> have so, you seen that movie? I have. It's, a great it's movie. a good movie, but, right? Yeah, they, I think they only talked about fallen angels. Yeah. In that, in that regard. Yeah, that's well, what that uh, movie seemed to be like, the idea. The idea was, like, if you're a fallen angel, you're just a demon straight up. Yeah, so it depends on what lore and what it is. But, I mean, as a religious person, I believe in the possibility of both. Yeah. Um... And it's, it's definitely one of those things where the common belief that's seen in movies and such, and even in cultures, right? Yeah. The common belief is that there's a whole concept of welcoming it in. Demons? Anything. Those bad spirits and stuff like that. Mm. Whether it be Western, Eastern culture, whether it be Hollywood, or like uh, ancient texts from whatever uh, culture. Yeah. There's always that common belief of you can welcome it in, and you don't want to welcome it in. Yeah. Well, I need to look up what not to do to welcome spirits in. Because <laughs> uh, I really have no clue either way. right? Because a lot of the stuff is very... And, like, to this day, a lot of, like, more third-world countries, more, like, lesser-developed countries who still believe in voodoo magic and such like that, uh-huh. they claim to still see a lot of supernatural activities that happen. Uh, interesting. Yeah. It makes you wonder, like, the movie like, The movie, the Exorcist, people say that was based on a true story, you know? Mm-hmm. Like... How exactly? Like, is there is there really a report of a girl who had her head spinning, was vomiting and shit? Um, you know the Conjuring, was the Conjuring two? The really long one that was kind of boring. <laughs> it took place in England, so yeah, that was the Conjuring two. Yeah, so that one was the most that was recorded as the most on record haunted place ever. Mm. And the reason why is that all other ones don't have a police report. This one has a legitimate police report where a Ooh. police officer wow. visited the house and said. Yeah, I saw a chair move, and I cannot explain, and it is written in a police report. That's interesting. Either that cop was full of shit, or that place is haunted. Yeah, so that is labeled as the most reputable haunted place ever. Mm. And so there's a there's a legit debate where a couple, where people did go to the house, and they're unable to explain certain things. Mm-hmm. Then there's also interviews with the family where they're miserable. Wow. But then there's also the interview with the two daughters, where they claimed where... Yeah, some of the stuff that we did was fake because we realized that we got a lot of attention and we could really write this out. Oh, the people again, who lived there? Yeah. 
But then they also they yeah. they confessed, but they also said, but not everything was what we did because when the police officer wrote his report, yeah, he was like, I cannot replicate what happened because yeah. I tried yeah. replicating it after. I like I just like the people the two girls are like okay we were lying before but we're not lying now. <laughs> It was like, just like yeah. we were lying about some stuff, but some stuff we weren't. It's just like, eh, how but, are we supposed to take it seriously? Once you've already lied, I think. You but that's the thing is that early on, it was already recorded early on. Yeah. So it was there like is before always, they drew a national. Technically, election. there is always the possibility that the cop is full of shit too. There was, and but I mean, like they had nothing to gain. From, like the cop didn't really gain anything from it. Well, he could have gained. I don't know. Maybe he money gained popularity. I don't think anything happened to him though. Well. So yeah. Anyway. So that's what happened. I gotta look this up. See. This is a good Halloween topic, isn't it? This is very Halloween oriented. <laughs> Ouija board got started. <laughs> good job, job. Anyway, so all right, another fear. Next fear. All right, I'll bring one up. Um, I think the idea of living someone just imagine. I'll paint a picture here. Imagine it's late. Imagine you're asleep. You're in your bed, right? All cozy and comfortable. And last few nights you've been hearing a few noises and you assume it's just like the floorboards creaking or just, I don't know, random noises from the uh, back, I don't know, neighbors, whatnot, whatever. And then one night, it's the middle of the night, something randomly wakes you up, you're not sure what, and you notice something on the ground and you go to pick it up. And while going on the ground and picking something up under your bed, you notice something that doesn't look quite right. And then you look a little closer and you realize a fucking person is sleeping under your bed. And then in a second... You basically realize that somebody you don't know is living in your house, and the questions of like, how did they get there? Why did they get there? Who are they? How long have they been there? Are they trying to kill me, etc.? Like, what should I do? All come rushing in your brain. That shit would freak me the fuck out. Feel the same, job? So, funny thing. Um, <laughs> Take that as a yes. I mean, I, I sleep with a Glock under my pillow. I mean, what? Um, but anyway, so. Aren't you there's worried a, it'll go off on accident? <laughs> never. Actually, they're actually pretty safe, but um, oh, okay. actually very difficult for them to misfire. Okay. Um, but so, I'm not sure how legitimate this is. I feel like they might be. It might be a, a hoax. But there's a BuzzFeed uh, artist, cartoonist, mm-hmm. who recently relocated to LA because that's where BuzzFeed is located. Okay. And he said his his apartment is haunted. He had mm-hmm. to call in sick because he couldn't get enough sleep. Okay. He had to go to a hotel to spend the night. All right. And so he's like, "Yeah, sorry, I haven't been updating because I was just." Just try and recuperate, because my house is haunted. And he's he recorded it. And he posted on his personal Twitter, of like things moving. Like he just couldn't sleep. His uh, pets are going crazy. Actually, this sounds familiar. Who's the YouTuber? You said it's. Those are also cartoonists. Uh, okay. Um, those on Buzzfeed or something like that. Okay. And I I was following it along, and then his profile went quiet for a while, hmm. and then I forgot about it, and I just only remember it till now. Um. So yeah, I mean, like when you're, so this kind of goes on with more spirit stuff, but, but, mm-hmm. if there has been a lot of instances, I think you brought it up earlier, where like, oh my gosh, somebody broke my house and they've been living in like the space between my uh, walls, or they've yeah, been crawl space, or yeah, in your basement, whatever. Yeah, and I yeah. didn't know that. I'm like honestly at that point, I would hope as a homeowner, I like walk around my house enough. Mm-hmm. To like notice these things and like notice, notice or like off. every just, now and then, hey, where's all my food? <laughs> yeah, like every now and then, just like walk into the room uh-huh. or like inspect my house yeah. a little bit. Like yeah. I'm gonna clean right, so I'm gonna check out that place anyways. Or like I'm storing stuff. Yeah. And if I do see somebody, thank God, I I I, I am happy that I have guns <laughs> or knives. <laughs> you said it freak out just then. Uh, 
<laughs> no, I was trying to think, like, thank God, thank what, thank our forefathers. Praise, I was like, praise Allah. So, yeah, I'm just happy I have guns. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, I don't know. I think we can agree we'd be freaked out if that happened, though. So, hypothetically, even if, so... Should you first ask questions later? Yeah. But Stand your ground! <laughs> you always gotta turn this into some gun propaganda. <laughs> Pew pew. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't argue with that. But we would be freaked out if that happened, though, right? A little bit. Yeah, because I've heard multiple stories of that happened. I mean, I haven't heard anyone that I actually know say that it's happened, so it's a little hard to. They could obviously be very made up, but at the same time, just the idea of it would be very freaky. And just like, how does somebody comfortably. Like, can you imagine, like, if you had to do that, like, live in somebody's house, how uncomfortable you'd be at the same time, just hiding the whole time, and you'd be hungry? What if you have to take a dump? What if. You don't have to do anything, you know what I mean? The first thing that comes to mind is to rob a bank so I can get sent to prison and get three squares a day. You would rob. Why would you rob a bank? I'm confused. No, um, so I'm thinking, like, if I had to resort to living in someone's house, oh, yeah. it means I'm probably homeless and poor. True. So I'd rather just get myself sent, like, sent to jail. Yeah. yeah where, like, I have some protection, some warmth. Definitely me. Your has no protection. I mean, if it's jail versus prison, right? Um, I don't know. Man. Three squares a day, whether it be bad or good, at least, and also better healthcare than I had when I was on the streets. True. So yeah, that's that is another thing. I have no idea why someone would do it, but at the same time, can you imagine it? Like, if you were doing, I know you wouldn't do it, but just how uncomfortable it would be, like forcing yourself to like live in somebody's house. Yeah, I don't know what what would compel somebody. Like, this is honestly the best option. And I'm going to figure out how to, like, survive in some of these floorboards. Yeah, totally. Like, what compelled you? And also, like, the amount of effort. Yeah, exactly what I'm saying. Like, it seems so counterintuitive. If, like, I don't know. But there are a lot of insane fucking people out there, so. Weirdos are weird. Yeah. Anyways, Joe, yeah, what about your next beer? Uh, I have one that is... So, when it comes to horror movies, I'm pretty good. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Asian horror movies... I've not seen an Asian horror movie. I've only seen the American re- uh, remake Ringo. of The Grudge. Oh. I've actually never seen The Grudge. Did you see Ringo? No. Mm. So, that is something that I've yet to watch. And my friends who do watch horror movies, I enjoy watching because it's like, oh, it's freaky. Or like, oh, I'm laughing at the friend that's like the most scared because <laughs> I'm getting a good kick out of it, right? Yeah. Good. Kicks and giggles out of this. Yeah. Shit's but Asian good. horror movies. Yeah, that's one I probably won't watch. Anytime Ring. soon. Ringo or The Grudge? Just in general. Asian horror movies. All and Grudge. Hmm. Interesting. Have you seen The Wailing? No. That's a one. That's another Asian horror movie, right? Uh, I actually don't know. Oh, oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, so that is one. One for the books. Alright, well, now I'm actually really curious to watch Asian horror movies. <laughs> I'd be down. I have work tomorrow. This should be the next, uh, we should just do it right now, Joe. Live stream it. <laughs> and you poop. <laughs> well, you'll definitely poop if you see the Asian horror movie. But, uh, why, I don't know, why in particular do they freak you out? I just think they do it better. But what about it? Just, like, they're just done so well that it seems scary no matter what? Like, uh, what, what is so different from an Asian horror movie compared to an American horror movie? Or, well, any European horror movie? I feel like the ghosts, well, it's tend to be still ghost-based, right? Yeah. And I feel like American ghosts are still kind of just, like, I feel like there's Cartoon-y. always a, oh, no, it just feels like there's always a way to beat it. Yeah, that's kind of like the American solution. Yeah. Like, win. There's a way to somehow stop it. There's a way to kill it or to basically get away from it. But when it comes to, like, Asian horror movies, there is, like, almost no hope. That's how they make them out? That's what it feels. I mean, I don't watch enough. (laughs) So, but it it feels like that. 
Have you, you must have seen like one Asian horror movie if you're. I mean, I, I told you I saw the remake, American remake of The Grudge, right? Okay. And basically, that. I thought you were saying like, you hadn't seen that. No, I have, but like that's the only one I've seen, and the so later one I watched. The ghosts were. Uh... No, I don't think there's. A, to my knowledge, I don't think there is a way to stop the Grudge ghosts. Mm. What in the American Grudge was there? Spoiler alert. Huh? In the American Grudge was there? I mean, it, it took place in Japan. The American yeah. remake took place in Japan. Oh. Uh, well. So, okay, so... Wait, if, what are you confused by? I'm confused by if... Amer- you're saying uh, Japanese horror movies are scarier than American, right? Yes. So, if the American grudge took place in somewhere in Asia... Yes. But you're saying the Japan the Japan version of the grudge is scarier. Why is the Japan version scarier if the American version... American version took elements of this, so if I, if I was already afraid of the American version, uh-huh. I can only imagine how it would be by the Japanese version if everyone told me that the Japanese version is ten times scarier than the American version. Yeah, but why is the Japan version scarier, though? That's what I'm saying. If they both... Oh, I don't same- know. I'm just basing no if, okay. I'm just basing it off the American version. Yeah. And if I was already scared, uh, afraid of the American version, then <laughs> I can only said, imagine the Japanese version. You said like five minutes ago that you saw the Japan version. No, I said I saw the American version, the uh, Grudge. Okay. And you kept saying Japanese words, and I'm like, no, I've never seen it. <laughs> we need to replay this. I'm confused. Okay, what did you ask me that? Ah, it I've doesn't seen? matter. It doesn't matter. I said I've not seen Japan. Ju- ver- no, I've not okay. seen Japanese no, no, version. No, no, no. I've only seen the American version called the Grudge. I was saying. If you haven't seen any Japan horror movies, how do you know you're afraid by them? Then you said, "No, I've seen The Grudge." <laughs> well, so if that's people what I was said, okay, so Jewel. I'm, ta- no, no, I'm talking about. So okay, original question. I was saying, if you're afraid of Asian horror movies, how do you know you're afraid of Asian horror movies if you haven't seen any Asian horror movies? Everyone says that they're more scary than the. Uh, but you haven't seen a single one. American movies. Like I have <laughs> not seen anybody. Okay, everybody who I watch horror movies with uh-huh. has watched foreign horror movies, and yeah. they said, "Yeah." The foreign version was scarier. But aren't you just going off what people say then? <laughs> but, and I'm basing off of The Grudge, which uh, is a okay. remake uh, of the okay. Japanese Jew. Very complicated, okay, I get and it. And so, I'm, I'm assuming that The Grudge, I, I'm already afraid of The Grudge. Mm-hmm. And if that's only a remake of the Japanese version, I can only speculate that I probably will survive the Juwan version. Uh, okay. Now I'm really curious. I think I'm just going to watch only Asian horror movies. And I'm leaving. And tell you they're not shit. I'll probably sleep over, to be honest. <laughs> if we watch the horror movie. The Asian horror movie. I want to uh, watch Ringu. Ringu's on the list. I've heard Ringu's very scary. Yeah, they said that Ringu, or whatever. You know, the I Japanese think... version of The Ring, basically any American remake, the mm. Japanese version is scarier. Mm. Is what everyone keeps saying. You know what, I just think version. you're a pussy, Josh. So like, like even, um, I just think you're a big old bitch. <sighs> Quarantine. Quarantine. Look <laughs> okay, you just brushed that off. You didn't even... <laughs> I'm not denying it. I'm just kidding. So You're not a bitch. Is You're not the, a bitch. Quarantine is what? Quarantine was shit. But, um, what is it? A horror movie? It was an LA... LA apartment complex got quarantined out because it was affected by some disease. Everybody was going crazy and they basically became monsters, right? Hmm. And it turns out that it was like some crazy cultist uh, made his own genetically modified uh, disease wow. and basically infected the sounds entire Sounds pretty family. scary. I'm down. Quarantine? It's quarantine. But it's a bad movie? Sounds good to me. I watched the Spanish version, which was what it was originated from. It was called Record or Wreck. Oh, okay. For short. Huh. And that involved basically. So, like, people were infected, mm-hmm. but it still had, like, one bigger monster, and it was, like, a demon that somebody accidentally summoned. <laughs> and so that was a lot scarier. 
And up until the very last scene, was freaky. But when it came to the quarantine, I was just like, there's monsters. Like, what's so scary about that? Yeah, it depends on how the monsters are portrayed. Have you seen VHS? That's a good horror movie. That sounds familiar. What is that? Basically, the premise of the movie is, it's, so there's two of them. And basically the premise is, and you have one big overarching story where people, for some reason, find this like abandoned warehouse full of like a bunch of VHS tapes and they don't Ooh, know whose okay. house it is. And then they pop in, they keep popping in VHS tapes. And we'll say they pop in five throughout the whole like length of the movie. And when they pop in a VHS tape, what it actually is, it's it's like a short horror movie film that like a completely different director made. Mm-hmm. So you're watching like five separate horror movies within one big horror movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, basically getting the price of, like, five mo- six movies for one. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, you're, like, once they pop it in, you're seeing a short horror movie. And then the person's usually just like, whoa, that was fucking freaky, man. And then they just pop in another, and you just see a completely different horror movie. And then they pop in another. And there's some, like, story for, like, why this person has these VHS tapes. It's kind of like its own horror movie. But, I don't know, it's pretty cool. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me how, like, every time when they watch a movie, that's how they die. <laughs> no, that's kind of what The Ring was, wasn't it? You watch no. the, you uh, watch the was, if you watch the if you watch the movie you'll die in fourteen days or something like that. Yeah, but then like I was imagining like oh each movie was a different way of how they died like mm. uh, scary stories to tell in the dark kind of thing. Okay, that that's what be. that's what I thought VHS was going. There you to go. Something. That could be another fucking uh, horror movie premise. Well, let's write but, it. We'll write it, Jock. You but now this sounds completely different. This sounds more like as if I'm watching the uh, Blair Witch Project kind of thing. Ah, uh, much scarier. Much scarier. I don't know. More detail. More variety. Blair Witch was kind of just... I think at the time it was probably scary, but like... I, I think, think it was now, groundbreaking at the time. Yeah, now it's kind of just like... There's so many like found footage tapes that it kind of blends in. And like that really much happens. Like most of the movies I'm just walking and being frustrated, you know? Uh, I've never seen it, but I, I saw the ending. And the ending was, was like scary. No, the ending is scary, but I feel yeah. like they don't show enough at the same also, time. Also, like, I was like... I think like a teenager at the time when I saw it. <laughs> yeah. And that's when like the internet was still like growing and people were like, oh yeah, that was fake. Yeah. But at the time it was like, no, it was real because they didn't tell anybody. Did you ever hear about War of the Worlds? The broadcast aliens? Yeah, did you hear about the broadcast from back in the day? What up? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. So, broadcast. So, do you know Orson Welles? He's an author, right? He was a like filmmaker. Like, okay. Basically like in the 40s, like 40s, 30s, something like that. He was like one of the most influential like Guys, we first started filming. You ever heard of Citizen Kane? It's like one of the I best. I heard about movies. it, but no. It's like critics love it. It's like one of the best movies of all time, kind of thing. So basically, this guy he uh, he had a radio broadcast, and he thought it'd be a good idea if he like read this. He made this like like radio kind of screenplay uh, called The War of the Worlds, and it's basically about aliens evading the Earth. And he like made it so realistic that it sounded like an actual radio broadcast. So then he plays War of the Worlds, right? And then people just tuning into their radio hear like aliens are invading and they think it's real because it sounds so legit. And back at the time, there's no TV, there's no social media, you just have your radio, you know? Mm-hmm. So people actually think aliens are invading the earth and are like freaking out and panicking and whatnot because it's like that realistic. So, I don't know. Sounds fun, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, just freaking out thinking aliens are invading? Yeah, I'd say so. Especially back then, it's like it's even more difficult to fact check things. Yeah. And Dude. like... TV media didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. There's no, you, like, now you just look on Instagram and, like, look up a hashtag for, like, something. You or know, Twitter or, like, anything. Don't plug our old company, Joe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but, uh... Don't lie that you don't use it sometimes to fact check. I actually deleted my... <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, whatever. Deactivated. But, uh... What was I going to say? No, it's, uh... It's actually pretty creepy. If you listen to it now, it's still uh, pretty interesting. So, I'd recommend it. 
yeah. How about your next beer, Jeff? My next beer. Wait, did you say yours? <laughs> I can't remember. What did you last say? <laughs> I said horror Asian movies. Horror movies? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. You so, didn't say yours. All right, we'll say one more each. How about that? Deal. All right. Let me dig up a good one. This is really good for the podcast, right? Just blank silence. Hurry up. <laughs> All right, I'll go. All right, you go, Jeff. Bedbugs. That's fair. I have legitimate PTSD from bed bugs. <laughs> so I had a bed bug infestation last February. Um, Did it show on your body? Yeah, it was all like all my arms and stuff. Does it just look like red marks? Type it's of thing? basically small red marks, but if you see three next to each other in a line or group together, uh-huh. chances are it's a bed bug because they eat kind of like three meals. Huh. Um, okay. And yeah. so basically PTSD from that. So like I, I there's one day it was recently this year where I shaved, right? And I found three bumps. And I was freaking out. And the pastor of my church... And then you he, found out it was herpes and you were relieved. That would probably be better than bed bugs. Because really? it's next to impossible to get, them, get rid of them. Herpes too. You never, you never get rid of herpes. Yeah, one's a nuisance. The other one's like for life. Actually, they're both for life. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so they're both pretty No, so bad. then like... And I was... I'm a, my pastor of my church recently got bed bugs too. And he was like... I, I was like, hey, does this look like bed bug bites? And he looked at me, he's like, did you shave recently? Yeah, that's razor burn. <laughs> so that's, that's just how bad PTSD I got from, like, bed bugs. Wow. Where, like, if I see any amount of dots, I'm just freaking out. <laughs> um, God damn. Yeah, no, I, uh... Like, even now, so, like, when you said that you got all this furniture from Facebook Marketplace, uh-huh. I'm like, all right, what's the catch? <laughs> yeah, I never actually thought of that this whole time. Maybe that's why it was free. I don't know. I've been You're welcome. Good. <laughs> I've been feeling good so far. How long so. have you had this rug? Uh, about 24 hours. <laughs> Fudge. I mean, I'm not going to lay on the rug in my bare skin. Although, you know, actually, one time I did travel in, uh, like, I did a random, like, East Coast trip, and I stayed at a hotel, and I made a mistake where I actually slept on the sheets, like, bare skin touching it. <laughs> not, like, clothes or a layer or anything like that. Not even thinking about it, not even realizing that's a bad thing. And then the next day, I noticed a bunch of red marks all over me, and I was curious what they were. Then I showered, and it was gone the next day. So I guess it's fine, right? Sure. That's what I'll tell you're staying out too. How do you treat bed bugs? Do you just shower and that's literally they're gone? No, you need to basically quarantine the entire room, take anything that's fabric, and wash and throw into your dryer at high heat. Hmm. Uh, well, the fact that the symptoms went away so quick doesn't that isn't that a good sign? Yeah, that's not bed bugs. Um, oh, okay, cool. But so they also have bed bugs. then then you need you have one two ways. One, you use a heat method, which is two thousand dollars per room. Uh huh. Which is guaranteed to kill the bed bugs, but it may also damage your furniture because right. it's at a high heat for 24 hours. Okay. The next method is pesticides. Hmm. Basically, three layers, uh, exterminator will come in, pesticide, spray the entire house down or mm-hmm. room down three times. But you have to clean your room every single time. You have to vacuum, you have to wash your sheets over and over and over again. And you're afraid of bed bugs? It sounds so nice. <laughs> sounds so pleasant. You can so I woke up in the middle of the night, itchy, and just flipping over my sheets. All right, where are they? Yeah, this was like kill more and more of them. Isn't that the same place you're staying at? Yes. Wow, man. So I've had so <laughs> now is, I if get why it's so cheap. If you haven't <laughs> had a bed, if you haven't had an issue for over a year, yeah. chances are they're dead. That's good. So it's been over a year. I actually had bugs on my list of fears, so that's a nice second. Bad bugs, no, like, to this day, I still have PTSD from it. <laughs> I have PTSD from, uh... Twitter? 
That and uh, bugs in general. You ever seen a movie called The Fly Job? This will be my last beer. Uh, the one where like some dude went to the machine and got like cross genetic bread with like a fly or something. Exactly. You know what about it? Yeah, that movie I saw it when I was a young child. Never since, dude. Flies have freaked me the fuck out. I just hate bugs with wings in general. Just any buzzing makes me so fucking uncomfortable. Like if you see me if we're ever outside and see a bug near me, like a like a fly buzz by, dude, you'll actually see me like. It's not pretty. I'll just go like that, like really flail and just like, I don't know. Something about it freaked me out because the movie itself, just like, just imagine a fly's head. Is there nothing more disgusting than a fly's head? And then in the movie, the one that I saw, it wasn't the Jeff Goldblum one I originally saw. Basically, in this version, this guy has a giant fly head on his shoulders and he has a furry hand and like the fly itself has his human head, small, and he's like in a spider web and he's like with a helium voice. Said, like, help me, help me. Like, dude, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but that shit freaks me the fuck out. What do you think? Um, did you ever watch SpongeBob? Yes. So oh, are you thinking of the butterfly, the butterfly episode? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Where you just uh, too close to the butterfly and you saw its face and you just freak out, but it's like this little dainty, pretty <laughs> little colorful thing. Yeah, because you only see the wings and you don't see the up close. Yeah. Yep. But you, so you see, you feel the same way about bugs, right? They're fucking creepy if you really look up close. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, burnt. I'm setting them on fire if I can. Yeah, exactly. See, like, it's like, the thing is that, I try... Usually you say something like, I'll set them on fire and I'll have a problem with it, just be like, well, you gotta do that job, but this time, I think it's totally appropriate. <laughs> I think with bugs, it's like, if it's in front of me, I won't freak out, I understand the importance of them, yeah. but then if it's like, it's touching me, then I'm like, alright, I'll bet are off, it's dead. Yeah, I think it depends on the bug, though. If it's like a big, like, beady motherfucker, like a bee or a wasp or a yellow jacket or a fly or anything like that, that's the shit I hate because... Makes noise, but if it's just like a small, very like thin bug that doesn't like buzz at all and just kind of flies around, I really have no problem with it. You know, like what if it feels like an ant? Yeah, ants, I have no problem with. as long as it's not like. But they become a pest. But if they're infesting your house, then yeah, fuck off. But at the same time, they're not like, like who's scared of an ant? You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, okay, because you're saying yeah. You ever seen the movie Eight Legged Freaks? <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a phase where I saw a lot of Spider movies, but I don't remember. Dude, my nephew's three and a half, and he loves that movie. <laughs> He's like telling me like what's gonna happen in the movie as we're watching it. I'm just like, Jeez, what the hell is your brother doing to his kid? <laughs> Showing him horror movies, I guess. Uh, I won't get that checked out. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be a tough mofo, I guess. But, sure, uh, I think that's usually a precursor to like also psychopathy, but okay. Well, you would know, right? I would know. <laughs> telling you right now. Careful, your little nephew. Yeah, and on that note, I don't think we can end the podcast on a better note. What do you think, Joe? Good night. <laughs> Have a happy Halloween. Stay safe. Go see Zombieland 2. Don't Be get aware of razor blades in your candy. Good night. <laughs>